And we are back. Hello. Welcome back to We Didn't Peak with Chance Nichols, and I am your host, Chance Nichols. Uh, I'm approaching needs to get a haircut territory. I'm, I'm, I hate to say it, but my hair is getting, it's getting to a point where I'm annoyed. And so I think that's, that's a telltale sign that maybe, maybe it's time for the, the, the puffy curls to go. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode and, uh, for supporting the show and listening to that quick little tangent about my hair. Uh, let's see here. What do we got? What, what's, what is going on, folks? Uh, I hope you're doing well. Episode's gonna, it's, uh... You know this if you're a regular listener, and if you're not, welcome. Uh, but if you're a regular listener, episode's a little bit late today. Just kind of got a late start to the day, you know. Um, some, just some stuff in the in in the life that keeps you from uh, from. I just I oh god, let me tell you, I love a routine. I haven't really been able to like fall into the rhythm of like a real routine since like my Chicago trip, like since I got back, I don't know, I've just had this weird, I feel disconnected from like stuff, it's, it, I don't know, it's it's an odd feeling, it's certainly an odd feeling, but we're pushing right along through, um, have you guys seen this shit with, uh, we talk about it a little bit in today's episode, um, very briefly in uh, some, uh, just briefly, we talk about it very briefly, uh, this whole Gabby, uh, what's her name, What's her last name? Petrino, Petito. Oh, for the love of God! It's not. See, it's not even twen, tw- It's not even twending on Twitter anymore. Um, hold on, I'm gonna get this right. Maybe if I go to Gabby Petito, Gabby Petito situation. Wild stuff, folks. Wild stuff. So, this this woman went missing. And after going on a cross country like four month road trip with her fiance, I, th- I think he's your her fiance. I don't think they're married. I think it's a fiance situation. Uh, and she has gone missing, and I guess they found what they believe to be her body or her remains. And uh, so they discovered that the the boyfriend is now apparently apparently they found his body. And now he's dead, but but they, but he killed her. Like obviously, it's clear that he they got into an argument and he murdered her, and then drove back to Florida to his parents' house and got a lawyer. But now he's disappeared. Like now he's gone missing. And I, I keep reading things saying that they found his body now, or they found a body near where he was allegedly going to be. I mean, Jesus Christ! What? What? What was he thinking? Because he clearly killed this girl. He like like it was clearly the the fiance. This isn't like one of those weird serial podcast like things where it's like who could have possibly done this? Like he 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 killed the girl, and then he thought, oh, "Look, I'm no murderer, but if your strategy is to kill somebody, and then that that it is well documented you are with, and you're the only person that they're with." And then you just bounce and get a lawyer. There's not much for that lawyer to do. No? Yes? Maybe? Dumbass. Like, just dumbass move. First off, dumbass for killing another human being. That's a, that's a big dumbass move. But, I mean, my godson. And also, let's just, let's just call a spade a spade. He murdered his girlfriend, fiance, who's like an Instagram vlogger. 
this is a girl people keep up with. This is a girl that people were like invested in her day-to-day posting. You, he could not have done this more, more poorly. Like, I, I just don't understand what, what could have possibly compelled a person to make this big of a fucking mistake. I don't know. Sad story. Sad news all around. A lot of sad news in the world these days. No? Maybe we're just, maybe, 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 you know, we're just inundated with some sad stuff. It's fine. It's fine. So, yeah, I guess, I guess the boy is dead. I'm gonna, let's see here. FBI searches Florida home of the boyfriend. This was 20 hours ago. There's all these timelines. If you want to figure out more details about this, just open TikTok. It's the only thing that's on TikTok right now. Now there's a hard drive that was found. Uh, the, yeah, they're continuing. Okay, so I guess they haven't found the boy's body, but they're... And then, like, they got pulled over, like, in Utah or some shit, and these cops, like, the girl was crying, and the cops separated them. Like, they had them, like, go to, like, a se- like a separate hotels or something like that. I don't fucking know. Crazy situation, and crazy how well-documented it all was because of, you know, today's a- day and age of constantly taking photos and videos and all that stuff. It's not like the old days where you could just kill someone and throw them in a hole, you know? So, wild stuff going on. More wild stuff, like, what what are we doing with this whole... Uh, everyone hates Machine Gun Kelly now. And I guess Machine Gun Kelly hates everyone. It's so silly uh, to me. Like, the, something happened... Like, last week we talked about how Conor McGregor took a swing at him. Uh, this week, I guess there's some drama between MGK and Slipknot, which is a real problem for a guy like me because I love Slipknot and I love MGK and I don't live in a trailer and I don't have one of those tattoos that's like a like a star from like a like a fox rate or like a like a like a BMX dirt bike motocross racing logo you know that star the the one that's like all like shaded on some sides and some sides it's not I'm not that guy I'm not Monster Energy drink tattoo uh, you, you know, the white trash is what I'm saying. You know what? I am white trash, though, is the problem. So, but I'm not that type of white trash. I'm the type of white trash who can pronounce things like fettuccine without having to have, like, an adult come to the table and explain to them what it is. Uh, so, yeah, everyone just fucking shut up. How about everyone just shuts up about the Machine Gun Kelly thing? He is just making his fucking songs, people. Not everything needs to be commented on. And also, he, you know, I, he's always been very, uh, he, he loves to snap and, and yell at, uh, at things. And, you know, beef. He, he comes from that rap world of uh, if, if someone comes at you, you come back at them ten times harder. So he's always going to, like, make some sort of retort. Um, and I guess he did it last night at Riot Fest, which... Fucking whatever. Can everybody? Can we all just get along? Can we all just fucking get along for two seconds? Ugh. Anyway. <laughs> uh, the, oh boy, the Chiefs uh, lost to the Ravens this week. I'm only going to talk about this briefly. Got to sure up that defense. I'll say that for the Kansas City football Chiefs. Need to get the defense uh, some shoes instead of roller skates because it seems like our entire defense is wearing roller skates out there and trying to play on in roller skates and I can't fucking where all this fanfare, all this bullshit, all this our own Kool Aid that we're drinking about in you know, this 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 
this culture that we've developed that is awesome and, you know, is what leads to a winning franchise and we are a winning franchise and all this stuff now. But it's like it's just so glaringly obvious how fucking horrendous the defense plays whenever it's time to like in big moments and they fuck up and there's just so much so much to be done. So much to be done. No football game has ever won or lost by a single player either. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire is not the reason for the loss. Uh, he 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 fucked up on that one play, but you know there's no in the history of football. There's never been any single human that has determined the outcome of the game. Like it, that it solely rests on their shoulders. So they'll get it figured out. It's early in the season. It's important to lose, I think, early in the season to you know get that get get that chip on your shoulder, maybe and and uh, move on and just move right along, you know. So that's all the football talk I'll have today. I think I don't think there's really anything else uh, exciting happening in the uh, NFL right now. So yeah, what else do we got? Well, we didn't get any questions, comments, and concerns today because, like I said, we started off a, a little bit slow. What are you gonna do? Oh, co- uh, looks like here COVID nineteen has now killed about. <laughs> As many people, about as many Americans as the Spanish flu pandemic did, uh, are, are rough guesses. It's so funny to me. It says COVID nineteen has now killed about as many Americans. Like that's not a that's not news. Then it's not, it's, it's, it's you know about like I'm, I'm relatively speaking. I'm I'm about seven feet tall. I'm closer to seven feet tall than I am to to four feet tall. So let's just call it let's just call it even. Whatever. It's all fake. No, it's not fake. Don't don't say that. Don't come for me about that. I was kidding. These are these are bits. These are comedy bits. Uh, I'll be back in Springfield here in like two weeks. I'm going back for uh, some family stuff. Very, uh, very fun, fun stuff there. Maybe uh, doing a few shows. Who knows? I don't know. That thing has been confirmed. I'll let you guys know. Whenever that is, uh, something's on the books. Uh, excited to go back. Excited to be back in God's uh, God's country with with uh, decent human beings again. You know, uh, that'll be nice. And you know, I, I still haven't quite recovered from my last trip from a scheduling standpoint and uh, you know a, a work life flow standpoint. So why not leave again for a week? Why why not just keep this uh, gravy train of uh, of insanity spinning spinning in a nice clean circle? That's what you like to see. I uh, can't wait to get get some Mudhouse coffee in my tummy. That place, come on. What's better than Mudhouse coffee? I would love for them to sponsor this show. You said and all they have to do, I will I'll shout out this show, that that place every single episode. All you got to do is send me a bag of beans a month. One bag of bean. Send me a one a bag of bean. A one a bag of bean. It's not the pro. It's it's not the problem. Arrivederci. Ooh, that new many sinks in Newark trail like dub dub dub. The TV spots that they're doing, they're mixing in some new new stuff. The the Tony meeting little baby Christopher and, and, the, and the, the baby crying. And, ooh, I'm so excited for that movie. I'm going to wear a track suit. I'm going to get have my, myself some gabagool before, have a nice Italian dinner, maybe smoke a cigar in the theater. I'm going to go fucking buck wild. It looks like a great movie. I Like, it looks like a great, like, gangster movie that... 
it, it feels like one half of it's going to be a great gangster movie that has nothing to do with the original series. Like you're going to see some characters that you recognize because obviously it's the same universe. Uh, but one half feels like a standalone, like cool gangster, like war, like gang war movie uh, with Dickie Maltesanti. And then the other half seems like the a Tony Soprano origin story. And I like that. I like that because uh, I think Ray Liotta did – Today Show or Good Morning America or something, and he said that it's uh, you don't have to have watched you, you you don't need to have watched The Sopranos uh, before watching this, which is cool. I think that's cool. Sopranos is great, man. You got to watch that show if you haven't. I don't. I don't. If, if I'm the first person telling you this, uh, uh, you heard it here first, folks. The Sopranos, pretty good TV show. I guess the Emmys were last night. Speaking of speaking of TV shows, Emmys were last night. Didn't watch. Uh, I was busy watching the Chiefs shit the bed against the Ravens. But uh, I hear Conan <laughs> was like trolling the president of the t- Television Academy, uh, which is funny. <laughs> I saw some clip from that. And uh, it looked like they were in some sort. Of, like, they looked like they were in a hotel conference room. It did not look like a like a classic Emmys uh, venue. It looked like they were in some shithole like courtyard Marriott in Cincinnati or something. And they're doing the ceremony from there. Uh, shout out to the courtyard Marriott in Cincinnati, my favorite hotel in the world. I've never been to Cincinnati. Terrible, terrible city. I'm sure. I'm sure it's a terrible city. Uh, well, that's just about it, folks. I uh, Keeping the intro a little bit brief today, I suppose. Uh, we've talked a little murder. We've talked a little football. Uh, yeah, I don't know what much else to say. Uh, the new dog in the house is uh, adjusting somewhat. Uh, we talk about that in the episode uh, that you're about to listen to. But yeah, I woke up this morning to a new roommate, a, a, little, a little pup named Henry. And uh, he's, a, he's, a cute, he's a little cute boy. We'll see what happens. It's, it's, it's a joke that you're going to hear later. Anyway, uh, let's just get into it. Let's get into the episode. Uh, thank you again for listening and sticking with me through this intro. Uh, as always, please follow us on social media for the podcast at We Didn't Peak on Instagram. Like us on Facebook, We Didn't Peak with Chance Nichols. Just search the fucking, use the fucking search bar. Just use the fuck. Are you kidding me? How can you not find it? It's so easy. Facebook's the one that grandparents can use. Jesus fuck. Okay. Uh, and then follow me on social media at Chance is Loud. That is at Chance is Loud. So, yeah. Oh, also, please uh, rate us. Give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Uh, that helps as well if you use Apple Podcasts to listen to the show. Uh, download the episode. Subscribe. Hit that subscribe button so that you can stay up to date on uh, our weekly new episodes. I'll just automatically download to your phone. How, how nice is that? How convenient. How convenient. A convenience store. Name that TV show. Five, four, three, two, one that is Pokemon Meowth, uh, spoken by Meowth in an episode of Pokemon when uh, they are wandering through some sort of, I don't know. Team Rocket is like walking around looking for civilization, and then there's a convenience store that appears. I, I don't know if I think it might have been some sort of mirage from a Pokemon, but uh, Meowth goes, "Oh, how convenient! A convenience store. Why are you talking about a po- a, a moment from Pokemon? From what?" Get to the interview! Okay. 
Folks, we are going to get right into this interview now. Uh, my guest today is the very, the, the wickedly talented Lucas Eubank. Uh, I'm very excited for you to hear this interview. Uh, we also have a, a, a guest, uh, a third a third body in the room for the interview was uh, old Mr. Huck. You'll hear him squeaking and barking, and we have to take a few Huck commercial breaks throughout. Uh, he's he's our, our little pup, and... Uh, he makes his presence very known, uh, which he always does. We love that boy to death. Okay, that's about as much preface as you're going to get. So, without further ado, please enjoy my chat with uh, the one, uh, the only, uh, my roommate, Lucas Eubank. Enjoy. Yeah, a uh, podcast at the disco. Welcome back to Podcast at the Disco. I'm your host, Brendan Furry. I am uh, just got back from a furry convention, and still, and I'm still picking fur out of my teeth. To be quite frank with you, Lucas, super happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to get into it. Yeah, this is going to be something I want to share with my family. <laughs> uh, how are we feeling today, uh, pal? Um, you know, it's Monday and I'm not working, so I'm feeling pretty good. That's right. So I, good. I, I, I locked you in your own room yep. to, to do some content. Yep. Got me sitting in my favorite chair, holding a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> this is everything I want on a Monday. Is that your favorite chair? No, not at all. Okay. This is not a comfortable it's chair. It's pretty This is an chair. Ikea chair. <laughs> yeah. And they don't make comfortable stuff. They don't. No. They really don't. All of our furniture is Ikea, and we're not having a good time. <laughs> My back is <laughs> fucked. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I... Not working on a Monday, but you... You love content. Oh, Content is a big part of you. It's all I do. I'm not content unless I'm making content. That's right. You live to post. Yeah. Oh, posting? I... Pff, <laughs> hey... I do it. Hey. Check my socials. Number one guy right here. Yeah. How do you feel about... So the breaking news at our, our house this week is there's a there's a new tenant. Yeah. And his name is Henry, and he's a little pup. He's Frankly, a, I don't like him. Yeah? I've known okay. him for about 10 minutes, uh-huh. and uh, he's got a way about him. Yeah. Like, imagine you walked into someone's home, and they kept sleeping. This is how he introduced himself to me. Yeah. He didn't even wake up and say hi. Yeah. So we're gonna have to work on that. He's not meant to. He's not meant to be here long. I don't think. Yeah. He's, he's not long yeah. for this world. I, I can't imagine. We got. We're, we're, we've got big plans. <laughs> big plans. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he. He's. He's adorable, but like his attitude, man. He just. He doesn't seem to like me, and mm-hmm. that's fine. It's just that, like, I can't have that energy in my home. Right. So yeah. We're gonna have to talk to Ricky about this. Yeah, it's giving me great anxiety, yeah. and I, I, I do think that we sort of rushed into this whole dog situation. Yeah. And uh, quite frankly, I'm pissed. I'm incredibly mad. And you know, no one's more mad than Mister Huck. Isn't that right, buddy? You're not seeing the look that Huck is giving, but he's saying with his <laughs> eyes, "Yeah, that's that's super fucking right." Chance. As soon as I said that, he looked up as if to reply. So he's also distraught. Yeah, he's not. He's not too happy. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Dog will be dead within a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so what have uh, what have what have you been up to? What's um, what's been going? What's 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 been going on? You know, I go to work. Uh, I come home, and I usually work a little bit more. Um, and then I get ready for work by going to bed, and then waking up to get ready for work. Mm-hmm. 
by, you know, showering, brushing my teeth, all that stuff. And then I go to work. Um, and, yeah, it kind of just goes like that until Saturday where then I, I work on my life stuff. Uh, and I don't know if you noticed, but, like, everything's open from 9 to 5, Monday through Friday. So I really just stress about the stuff that I can't do because it's Saturday. I say, man, I really need to mail this letter. Uh, guess I'm going to have to do that on Monday. Um, oh, wait, I go to work on Monday. So, you know, it's one of those, like, I don't know. Is this, was that the question? If you didn't want to do the show... You could have told me. It just feels like this an might hour be ago. my only day to do to do anything, <laughs> and you said me. we have to do a podcast. <laughs> we are busy today. I got one Monday free, and That's you took true. it from me. That's true. That's true. Well, this will be a quick episode. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> just a quick hour. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's, uh, so what, what, do, do you want to tell the people a little bit about what this work word means for you? Sure, like, what, sure, what is sure. your work, what does your work entail? Um, I make content, dude. I just get out there and I freaking make it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes someone pays you. Sometimes yeah. people say, would you like, would you like to speak on behalf of our energy drink? Uh, we'll pay you $4 for a post. And I say, yeah, I, I'll do that. No, I uh, $4 I swear, though, dude, I see Instagrammers who I'm like, you're not a real person. No, you have 12,000 followers and you're pushing a like a juice. Yeah. Uh, to like nobody. Nobody clicked through on that link. No, you're not making money. No. Get, go, no offense, but go work. Right. Like you. I, I see the struggle. You're yeah. not fine. <laughs> Target is hiring. <laughs> yeah. It's they're always hiring. I uh I do live streaming on Twitch and YouTube, not so much live streaming. We make commercials, I do producing stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh we make a lot of gaming content. Yeah. And man, the grind it never stops. That's the, true. The gaming world, they don't sleep. Yeah, kind of famously, they're uh they're they're ravenous for their content. Yeah, man, it's wild. Yeah. These guys are up. They're they're doing it right now. These folks are <laughs> raring and ready to it's, go. Hey man, it's three p.m. on a Monday. They're doing it. That's uh, I mean, and I commend and honestly, I do commend them for that. Uh, did you? Uh, how, how do you feel about this situation with this missing girl? Oh, this yeah, this Gabby. Um, well, she's no longer missing. Right? Didn't they find I her? I think remains? they found her body. I don't Ooh. know. I couldn't find much about it other than people saying. I knew it was the husband. And I'm like, what happened? Right. Tell yeah. me what happened. Where's I, the article? I, yeah, I think they found... You know, it's like real fucked up when they say we've discovered human remains, mm-hmm. not we found the body. Yeah. Remains means multiple remains. Yeah. It's like that's something is dismembered. And yeah. It's, it's a, what a cool story. Um, really, really cool yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just a dead woman. Uh, it's yeah, it's pretty sad, but well, you know, a lot of people die. So, well, that's what the, someone on Fox News was like. <laughs> they're talking about it, and some pundit on Fox News, I saw a clip, was just like, "Why the hell do we care about this?" <laughs> with all that's going on in the world, what is we even doing with this? <laughs> the most. The most smart thing anyone at Fox News has ever said. Hey, should we talk about real issues? Maybe we talk Which, about you know, Afghanistan. It's, it's a real issue, but like also, I don't know this person or or her fiance. Right. I'm, 
I'm really sorry that happened, but like, <laughs> I'm gonna go back to work. I'm gonna go enjoy myself. I'm gonna have no. a beer today. Let me. Are you? Are you really? I think I'm gonna have a beer today. You're famously not a drinker. You know, I'm. <laughs> I'm starting to get into it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lucas and I have. There's probably. 15 or 16 empty bourbon bottles downstairs on our little liquor shelf that we need to that we've uh, burned through in about I think a month and a half that's a, there's, there's no real excuse for it anymore we used to have like you know there's a pandemic going on everyone's sad what, what if we all just drank you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's like dude I I got a vaccine and I I'm I'm not at all quarantined in my home mm-hmm. like there's no reason for this nope <laughs> But at <laughs> the same time, there's something nice about having a little, a little, little, uh, little tingle on your tongue <laughs> yeah. after a long day. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, what. What are other current events? Oh, Norm Macdonald died. How do you feel about that? You know, also uh, very sad. I don't know Norm, um, and I haven't thought about him in about ten years. So I got to mm-hmm. be real. Again, this isn't gonna like ruin my day but i hate that it happened yeah we we had a conversation about this that i i'm i was sort of in a similar boat where it's like oh yeah norm mcdonald's great i didn't he just wasn't really a part of my world every day he (laughs) was like weekend update host and i love watching those clips from when he was the weekend update host i thought he was awesome but that wasn't even a part of my childhood no like, it was it was pre like yeah was, yeah it was pre everything it's so, just like oh he was pretty funny yeah that sucks man it's yeah. cancer sucks but poor guy yeah I'm I'm not I'm not gonna cry I'm not gonna freaking cry about it is all sure? I'm saying are you sure I'm not crying dude you have a little shake to your voice they don't know that I'm crying chance all right we'll cut we'll cut this part out we yeah, can yeah. edit this part out thank you yeah 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 yeah. That's uh yeah the whole there, I I I've come around on this issue a little bit and I and I think I've got a good grasp on it now where there for a while when so when a celebrity would die and people mm-hmm. would post these like eulogies to them mm-hmm. online that would bother me mm-hmm. because I was just sitting there thinking you don't know this person right that you did that person is a dad or a mom or a son or a mm-hmm. dog is a something to a somebody real right you don't know them <laughs> you can't do that <laughs> so it's uh it would like i would just sit there and it would get under my skin a little bit cuz i'm like fuck off yeah why are you doing that but now i'm a little i i'm i uh i think some celebrities that i like died mm-hmm. so i'm like i get it right it can be here and there for me cuz like it's yeah it's really just like it's sad but celebrity worship in general is just kind of it's dumb these yeah. are these are normal people that got really lucky most of the time and sometimes it's just like they're not a they're nothing but hot like that's their thing is they're like super fucking hot yeah a lot and, of them like there's no reason to put them on a, on such a pedestal um but you know you can be sad when someone dies just yeah. like yeah I, I know what you're talking about like freaking eulogies on twitter of mm-hmm. like this person changed my life <laughs> the world has lost a light without it's like yeah. you never interact with them in your day today yep. you're gonna be you're gonna be good today Yep, it's gonna be fine. I'm yep, just, I, it's, I get sad, but you're gonna be fine. And often, all the things that you love about them uh, that they worked on, already there. Yeah, all it's and it's gonna be there forever. They're immortalized. Yep. yep. Like, I was real fucked up with when Robin Williams died. Oh yeah. And I made all kinds of grandiose posts on <laughs> various social medias, but that was like, I did have. <laughs> there was a moment where I was like. 
Well, he, his best work is behind him. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. like was, which is a little morbid to say. Yeah. Because, again, he was a, a dad and a husband right. and, like, a, somebody that people cared for and looked to. Right. But I, it's, like, it's okay to say this stuff because life is just freaking morbid and sad. Like, just in an instant, it goes away. And that's just reality. Like, yeah. I didn't kill the guy. I think I can speak and I think I can have a good day. Like it sucks, fault. but like that shit happens. It will to everyone. It's mm-hmm. okay. It's yeah. all good, y'all. Yeah, celebrity death. Uh, let it let it hit you how it will. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you don't have to go to a funeral. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't have to rent a suit and buy a plane ticket. Yep. Hey. Uh, yeah. Unless you do. And you show up uninvited and just really ruin a family's morning. I've been thinking process. about getting into that. Yeah, that feels like something I could do. Funeral crashing? <laughs> yeah, just well, not crashing, but just like attending. You know? Yeah, uninvited. Yeah, like who's gonna who's gonna be like? Who do you know here? You know, who's like right, checking the door right. at the funeral? He was a he was a dear friend of mine. That's uh, that reminds me of Coffin Flops mm-hmm. from the new Tim Tim Robinson yeah. uh, season, which we love. Oh, it's so good. We love around here. I can't here. stop watching it and quoting it at all times. Yeah, it's it's one of those... It's something that I think is filling the gap for a lot of us that used to be filled by uh, really quotable, funny, goofy comedy movies. Cause, well, comedy's not... like Comedy isn't like absurd anymore. There's not any really good absurd right. stuff out. Yeah. Absurdist humor is really hard to find. Yeah. It's, uh, it's like, also like grounded in fucking uh, Jed Apatow movies, you know? Yeah. It's there. There's a lot. A lot of like funny movies are like either this grandpa is fucking nuts, yeah. or it's like this beta male uh, is yeah. is so timid. You won't believe how timid he is until one day. Until one day, Lucy Loveless shows up yeah. to town with her red shoes and teaches him how to be. Isn't yeah. that funny, nerds? You <laughs> could be him. Nerds. Yeah, it's uh, but because we the way I quote and just sort of call upon Tim Robinson's sketch show is how I used to with like Step Brothers and mm-hmm. Talladega Nights mm-hmm. and Hot Rod stuff like that, where it'll just be quiet. We won't even be saying anything, and apropos of nothing, I'll just be like, "Give me that, yeah, <laughs> give me that," because <laughs> they'll like it's just the weirdest moment. It's it's character stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's moments. It's not like, it's not like this long form story joke that you have to tell. Yeah. It's just recalling on this character that was really funny. Yeah, you know, and had some weird, absurd line that is just perfectly quotable. Yeah, and I feel like that's how a lot of those movies, like those classic movies, that, uh, started. Was mm-hmm. like we have an idea for a character that this actor can play, right. like Ricky Bobby or Dewey Cox. Yeah. Or what have you, and and then we will go and we'll go from there. Yeah, we'll make a movie around that. Yeah, we got a funny character. We can make a freaking story around it. Mm-hmm. No problem. Who cares? Yeah. Do you have a favorite one of those sort of classic comedies? I, I mean, know you do. Hot Rod. Yeah. And it's it's like it's so perfect because you see that the Lonely Island works on. I think you should leave. Right. Uh, it's it's that kind of humor, uh, totally in mm-hmm. the, like in the modern age, because it's just hilarious editing and just random dumb shit and funny characters yeah uh and that is some but it's done so smartly you know like it's it's so every tim robinson sketch starts with something that you believe 
and then it just some sort of situation you've been close to being in and then it just goes wild mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. yeah yeah like like that dinner sketch where with the college <laughs> professor yeah. who it's like completely normal like a lovely evening with like a former teacher and then he it, it starts that way, and by the end, he's saying, I'm a little boy, and I'm afraid my wife will go to jail because a little boy goes down on her every night after he's just eaten her, his cheeseburger in one bite. Yep, it just it starts in a normal place, and it goes wild as quickly as it can, which yeah. is amazing. I also love under, an underrated one that I uh, watched recently was the, uh, the Johnny Carson one. Mm-hmm. Where it was uh, the, the sketch is like, oh, it's a birthday party. Oh, this guy gets the best gifts. Oh, he got a Johnny Carson impersonator. Oh, my God. So, like, that's a little weird, but not that crazy. <laughs> yeah. And then the, the Johnny Carson just smacks a guy <laughs> yeah. in the face. He goes, what the fuck? Johnny Carson just hit me. He can. He can. He can hit. He can hit. He's one of our he Carsons. He's one of our Carsons. Yeah. He can hit. That's a, that sketch also has the line, uh, whose house is this? Yeah. It's mine. There's no cute There's no- restaurants in the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like like an insult on the person, like yeah. something about their uh, their character as a person yeah. that there's no cute neighbor neighborhood restaurants. Their, their choice to live here is ugh. <laughs> Why what, would you live here? What's wrong with you? That's yeah. nothing to do. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. <sighs> Man, I love to laugh. So this is the podcast. Huh? This is right. Yeah. What's, this is what's it? It's, so. We didn't peek. Yeah. Like, as in, we're like, we're like good boys. We never looked. We don't look at the secret stuff. Right? Like, no, I've, I don't look at anything you tell me not to. The secret I won't peek. stuff. What do you mean, the secret you know, stuff? It's like, well, don't peek in the closet. That's where the presents are hidden. I'm like, I won't. Uh-huh. I've never peeked. Yeah, that's what this is. Is that what this is? This is a, this is a, I th- literally never did that. I never peeked at the presents. You didn't. Yeah. I'm glad you had me on. I'm the perfect person for this. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is totally me, dude. Yeah, this is good. No, that's uh, that's you. You're the first guest to get it. Everything like, get my it. parents said, I did. Uh-huh. If they said jump, I would say okay. I'd say how high? No, I would say okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, yeah. No, every other guest that comes on here is like, mm, ask me about my life. Ask me about ah. where I came from, and I'm like, no, you're not. Okay, I guess we can do that. No, we'll we'll do it that presents. way. Right. It's every, about the presence in the closet. Every single episode of this show has been the second take. Because uh, the first take, I try to get, you know, I'm like, and and didn't you feel good about your, better about yourself on Christmas morning whenever you <sighs> saw those presents for the first time normal and how they're supposed to be seen? podcast idea. Thanks, man. I can't believe you went there. Yeah, I won't go there. Well, you know, in this day and age with cancel culture, people are afraid to acknowledge that we're, hey, sue me for saying this, allowed to give our kids presents. Uh, yeah, I think we're allowed to give our kids presents. And also, uh, I think we can keep something secret from our kids. Uh, yeah, and you know what? If I'm the kid, I'm not going to peek. Yeah, it's like, uh, mommy and daddy have a double-sided dildo. Uh, yeah, and you don't need to see I it. don't need to see that. I'm a child. That's right, but you will. You'll find it. Yeah, but not because I peeked. Nope. And that's the episode. Folks, squarespace.com is a great way for you to, uh, anyway. <laughs> I have to stop doing fake ads. 
Yeah, they they'll come after you for that. Well, Squarespace, their legal team is mm-hmm. is they, they they call them the Wolf Pack. They, Do they? They call them, they call Squarespace's legal team the Wolf Pack. Oh, I didn't know that. That's crazy. And, and they'll come down that mountain for you. <laughs> they got a whole bunch of boys okay. ready and raring. Did not know that. Yeah. So let's uh, let's ch- let's chat a little bit about this, Lucas. Where are you from? I'm from a little town in southern Missouri. You might be familiar. Uh, I am. I'm from a little town in southern Missouri called Pontiac, Missouri. Wow. Uh, I went to high school in a little town called Gainesville, Missouri, about 15 miles from Pontiac. Pontiac, mm-hmm. uh, tiny little unincorporated town on the Bull Shoals Lake. Yep. Yep. Little uh, kind of, you might say touristy destination, really just a bunch of like Republicans from St. Louis have a house there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They like to go out on their boats and stuff. And I worked at the boat dock and uh, I got to, you know, have that sort of service in- industry experience with, you know, that type of person yeah. for a lot of years. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh, somebody's here, huh, Huck? Huck would like to chime in. Hey, buddy. Why don't we stop? Come here, buddy. Come here. Come here. Yeah. I want to be interviewed. Huck doesn't like Pontiac. Uh, he, he hates when I talk about where I'm from. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he doesn't like, he doesn't much like the Midwest. Um, Racists and bigots, they all are. And then, I, yeah, I went to school in Gainesville, which is about an hour and a half southeast of where you're from. Yes, correct. And actually, to you, probably kind of straight east because Nixa is pretty close to Arkansas, right? It's so Nixa is like thirty minutes north of Branson. That's so right. Okay, it's, yeah, it's a little it's southeast. A little southeast, yeah. It's uh, which to you guys, Nixa was the big city. Yep. Which oh yeah, is crazy to me. My so the town where I went to school was about six hundred people, six hundred and thirty-two. I think yeah. now it's seven hundred and fifty-five or something like that. Wow, so they're it's multiplying, blowing up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> my class, I think, was between like thirty and fifty kids. Wow. Uh, it's it a pretty small little place. Yeah. So we would go to Springfield, your area. That's right. And uh, that was yeah, that was big. That was big time for me. Yeah, that's uh, and, and uh, Huck, where are you from, buddy? I'm from Fresno. The mean streets of Fresno. Or Tijuana, maybe. We don't know. We don't know. I don't know. I don't understand location. You, this is a really... I'm actually glad this is happening because this is a good uh, peek into the real-life dynamic around here of talk, 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 huck, 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 talk, 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 huck, huck, huck. <laughs> huck, huck barks. Uh, some visitor knocks on the door. Huck freaks out. Huck whines, and then we talk. Yep. You, you could set your watch to it. Um, yeah, so that's uh, the, the Gainesville, like, Bull Shoals Lake area and whatnot. Like you said, it's it's big for, um, like, like lake and river culture is huge in Missouri. Oh, yeah. And in, in this is an area that is one of the one of the hubs, I would say. It's like Bull Shoals, Table Rock, and Lake of the Ozarks are kind of the big three in terms of... Uh, Water adventuring. My dog's got a lot to say. He should. Again, hates Pontiac. Yeah. Um, yeah, I uh, grew up on the lake less than, you know, I was walking distance to the lake. But there was also the North Fork of the White River uh, where we, within the same county where we would go floating. I call sure. it floating, but it's canoeing. You know, we'd yeah. hop in a canoe or on a, on a raft and just float down the river. Um, oh, float trip. It's a beautiful area. Yeah, I I miss float trips. I haven't been oh on a float God. trip in years. Me too. I it's been like probably like four or five years because I try to do them pretty regularly, but like 
it's there's nothing better than yeah. sitting in a canoe and just f- letting the river take you, like a nice mm-hmm. chill river. And I've never done one whilst uh, uh, drinking. Oh, like yeah. I've never, I yeah. me and my friends whenever we do them, yeah. yeah I, oh, I I would see people. Yeah, I w- you could hear them singing "Friends in Low Places." Yeah, <laughs> you pull off, you pull off onto a sandbar, and you uh, you get out and you stand on the sandbar mm-hmm. and you play country music and you drink a beer. Yep. and it is fun. Yep. I'm telling you. And you wave to the high school kids yep. floating say, by. Man. Oh, it's for the days. <laughs> Those kids right there. I'm going to let my dog out. That's yeah, that's help. a good idea. It's going to help. I can vamp. I don't think the cord's going to... Oh, another cord will reach. I think you'll be good. I think you'll be good. Still make sure that there's not an intruder. Yeah, that's probably for the best. All right, and we're back with Huck is throwing a temper tantrum. <laughs> he's, a, he's a testy boy today. Yeah, there's a lot of changes going on. He's going to figure it out, aren't you, Poor filler. Good boy. You gotta figure it out, friend. Um, in elementary school, I yeah. What uh, kind of elementary schooler were you? I was very small, very, very. Uh, I'm different now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to, I, yeah. I tried to change that about myself. Um, yeah. I uh, I won a lot at spelling bees. I remember uh-huh. that much. Uh-huh. Uh, played some basketball. Played some baseball. I won. Oh, you're gonna love this. I won four spelling bees in a row. Cool. And I would every year go to the district spelling bee in Nixa, Missouri. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh-huh. And uh, my fourth year, I got first in the district. Wow. And then I retired. I Went uh, out on top. In uh, fifth grade, I retired. Yep. Huh. Or sixth grade? I don't remember. I think Actually, I think I was in sixth grade. Wow. I'm trying to remember the winning word. It was like not even a hard word. Really? Yeah, this kid I was going up against, he just fumbled through a very easy word. Yeah, and I like looked at him as I spelled it. No shit. It was a uh, rotation. <laughs> he couldn't spell rotation. He fucked up the rotation in the sixth grade. This is the wow. final round of the district spelling bee. But I mean, this is Southern Missouri, so it, right. Yeah, we're we're lucky to even have spelling bees. Yeah, we uh, yeah. we get out there and we spell real good. Yeah, them bees out there, they make their honey and they spell. They would, I wonder uh, why they call them spelling bees. I don't know. That is weird. I don't rightfully know. I don't rightfully know. That That's is kind of strange, ain't it? What was the hardest word? Do you remember like a really hard word that they had a child try to spell? You know, let me, you know, one of them that was pretty hard on the list, uh, and I think it came up, but not for me, was hors d'oeuvre. Oh, yeah. I can spell that I can still remember how to spell it. H-O-R-S space D apostrophe O-E-U-V-R-E. Isn't that ridiculous? Yeah. They were like, like, hey, fifth graders, we're going to toss a French word word in here. (laughs) And you're like, okay, uh, I'll just memorize that. I don't know what it means. Horse devours or however it looks. That's funny, uh, the memorization thing of it. That's all it was. uh, Exactly. Oh, yeah. Well, and that's what, like, I had an acting teacher in college who... Uh, we were talking about like lines and getting your lines and getting off book and all that stuff. And one of the students was like, uh, yeah, I just, you know, sometimes I have trouble memorizing my lines. And the teacher snapped at him and was like, you don't memorize your lines. This is not a spelling bee where you just cram it into your brain just for two seconds so that you can get through it. Yep. You learn your lines. Hey, good point. That's I true. think kind of. I don't really know much about <laughs> acting, but he's right about the spelling bee stuff. Right. She... 
Oh my. is right about this pattern. God, I uh, I gotta get the cancel. Girls. I gotta go. Uh, get the cancel. Girls. I'm gonna head home. I'm gonna move back to Missouri. Yeah, I'm probably. done in this town. I can't Dude, do this. I don't think after an infraction like that, you are not even welcome in Pontiac, Missouri. Yeah, yeah, they they take that stuff pretty seriously. They sure do. Good pe- good people. Firm stock. Yeah. Uh, Huck, why don't you hop up, up on the bed, buddy? Come here. Get on up on that bed. Get on up. Go to bed. Go to bed, badass. Go to bed. Go to bed. Go to bed, you little badass. Okay, he's not. Um, so were you, but but sports were also a part of your life. Oh, big into sports. Yeah. Yeah. At this, at this point, you were playing what? Baseball? Baseball. Basketball? Um, well, both. I was, I was good at basketball, but also tiny. Um, so it didn't really come into basketball as like a serious sport until I was in high school. Um, right. Or junior high, you know, but uh, baseball, basketball, track, all the stuff that they offered at my school. We didn't have football, didn't have enough people, um, yeah. but baseball was a big one for me. Every day I would get home from school and my dad would drink bush light and we would play catch for like an hour or two. That rocks. Yeah. He uh, <laughs> revealed a lot to me um, drunkenly. Yeah. It was awesome. Oh, yeah, he, he loved to talk as well. <laughs> Sometimes he would have like three or four, and then uh-huh. he would start talking. And it's like, "Whoa, Dad, you don't talk." See, that's bizarre. It's bizarre to me the low level of alcohol tolerance that some of these dudes who drink uh, from like Missouri have. Because mm-hmm. they'll drink, I know. A, they'll drink a couple light beers and be like, "Woo!" Yep, and <laughs> be like, "I want to fire off some texts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to make a post." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, you know, I, uh, I don't know if it's good or bad that I can damn near drink a half a bottle of whiskey and still be <laughs> yeah. like, all right, who wants to go on a jog? <laughs> I'll drive us home. <laughs> Bring that bottle. That's right. <laughs> I'd rather better. <coughs> I'm falling apart over here. I'm just on the sauce a little bit. I'm fine. No, it just smoothes the turns out. <laughs> what? It, it straightens the road. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> don't drive drunk. We're kidding. Yeah. Don't drive drunk. Very bad. Is, don't do it. I want to. I want to make it crystal clear for all you kids out there listening. Don't do that. It's stupid. It's really dumb. Especially with Uber. Take an Uber Let's or take an Uber. Like we have here in Los Angeles, the Micro Metro. Yeah, one dollar per person. Insane. It's insane. They should really advertise that more. No one knows. They, about no one it. really knows about it. It's it's limited to certain areas, but like. It's our area, so we'll yeah. chill with it. So we got it. Glendale. Love them. Uh, I haven't had a burp on air in a while. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, if, growing up in such a small area where things are kind of spread out, because uh, you lived on like a, like property, right? Yeah. Not like a neighborhood. Oh, yeah. We had a huge yard. Uh, most of that yard was just woods. Yeah. Um, my my dad made us a basketball court. So we had like a half court size basketball court. Um, That's cool. And just, yeah, just woods that we ran around in, lots of yeah. trails and stuff. Did you have like friends that would come over? Um, yeah, but like pretty few. Inf- it would be, you know, maybe on a monthly basis, I would have a friend come over, stay the night. Yeah. But like we live so far out that like not not a nightly thing. I didn't have neighborhood kids, you know. Uh huh. Like too far away. Right, yeah, the, the that was my experience was the neighborhood kids thing, right? Which was playing you know, in the cul-de-sac, cul-de-sac, yeah. yeah we didn't we have the, that shit. The cul-de-sac kids, we had a good time. Um, so you, but and you have uh, two older brothers. Yep, that are both kind of, uh, quite a bit older. We're all so we're all four years apart. Okay, um, Sam, only four years. Sam is uh, 
<laughs> I don't want to reveal my age here. Sam is 49 years old. <laughs> I just learned something about <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Yeah, I'm 58 or something. What? I'm the, I'm the oldest. <laughs> oh, my God. No, uh, Sam, um, he lives in Kansas City. Zach lives here in Los Angeles. He sure does. Not, not far from where I am sitting right now. That's right. Not far from where you hear this voice. You, you could travel just a brief distance and see a guy who looks like, uh, kind of like Lucas. Yep. Isn't that yep. wild? Yeah. It, well, I will say I, I haven't. I've never met Sam, the oldest uh, Eubank boy, but it, I, I like a family to look like each other. Yeah, it's weird when they don't. Yeah, I like a nice like. I tell him too. I say that's weird. That's what. Hey, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> we should talk. Hey, I, wanna, I don't think I want to hammer this out. I think people are ma- are lying to you. <laughs> That's uh, that's good. So, uh, were they? Were you like, oh, these rowdy boys running around in the woods? Like, was yeah, was that, uh, yeah, it was kind of like that experience. Yeah, we had a creek nearby that we would run to. We had four wheelers and stuff, and we would just kind of ride them around. Uh, we had like all kinds of just like lake shit to do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, we we definitely had. We kept ourselves very busy. Yeah. Uh, like even when I was like when everybody was out of the house and I was the last one, because I'm the youngest, even when they, everyone was out of the house, I, uh, I figured, like, I found shit to do. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, you use your imagination. Because, oh, yeah. well, that's what, like, I, I'm the oldest brother uh, of, of, I'm uh, oldest of two. And, but I, 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 Jack wasn't born until I was 10. So it was almost like I was an only child there for a long time. So I also had to, like, entertain myself and find shit to do. Mm-hmm. Similar to how Huck should entertain himself and find stuff to do. I think I'm going to put him outside. Oh, you're going to come l- over I'm going to let him chill buddy? outside for a bit. Yeah. Look. I think said, that'd help him. He said he'll be nice to me. Look at this dog. I wish this was a video podcast. I know, right? He's being real cute now. He said, yeah. why is everyone being so different? I don't know why you're holding those microphones. All right, I'm going to stick him outside. All right. Another, we'll be right back after this huck, huck break. And we are back from our regularly scheduled Huck break to bring you more Lucas Eubank content. Lucas, let's move on from young Eugene age Lucas. Eugene, uh, huh? So that's a thing that I uh, misheard once and then thought for a long time that that was a term for... Uh, I thought that Eugene aged meant younger years mm. because there's an episode of Spongebob where it goes, uh, it's the uh, Krabby Patty training video mm-hmm. episode of Spongebob where whenever it talks about the founding of the cr- of the Krusty Krab uh, there's a part where it's talking about Mr. Krabs being a youngster and it said, young I thought it said, young Eugene aged Krabs <laughs> but they said young Eugene H. Krabs yeah. which is his name and so for years, I thought that that's what that meant. Well, hey, yeah, that was me. I was Eugene aged. Good. I get it now. So, so Eugene aged Eubank. Oh, my God. Uh, that's uh, too much. So uh, let's get into middle school. Oh. Talk, talking about middle school. Hey. Did you guys call it I'm middle school or junior high? I'm always trying to get into high? middle school. What? Huh? <laughs> Did you guys call it middle school or junior, junior high? Junior high. Okay, yeah, we called it junior cool. high because it was yeah. attached to the high school. Oh, it was a little junior high school. Yeah. Like a junior high school. Like a, like a baby yeah, high like school. A little, it was just one wing for 7th and 8th grade. 
Wow. We had one K through six was all down the hill in the elementary school building, and then up uh-huh. on the hill was on the the high school and the junior high. Interesting. Seventh and eighth grade only. Um, yep, that's how we were. What a great time. Uh, you know, right there, I probably peaked. Not in the way this podcast is about like present, like peaking at presence. <laughs> presence. More like I peaked like as a person, as a guy, as like a guy. Yeah, yeah I yeah. was like, I was five foot four. Mm-hmm. Which a giant in seventh and eighth grade, I was pretty middle of the road. You know, I was yeah, definitely yeah. not the shortest guy. No, um, that all changed in ninth grade when I didn't change. Uh-huh. Uh, but seventh and eighth grade, I was feeling pretty good. Uh, yeah. I was pretty good at sports, much better at basketball. I actually had um, we had a really really good basketball team. Sports sports were the thing. Mm-hmm. You know. Like, especially in that area. You got to be good at sports or else yeah. you're just not a somebody. Right. So uh, I, was, I was pretty good at basketball. I had a, um, we had a tournament in Dora, Missouri, where we, we won against we, – we got first place. But in the winning game, I had, like, 20 points, and I didn't miss a shot. I think about this game all the time because right there I peaked. Had, I didn't miss a single shot, 100% from the field. Holy 20 shit. 20 points, and I had okay. the winning three. Wow. It was a cool game. I've yeah. never done anything as good since. <laughs> I was uh, 13 at the time. I, yeah, I would have been 13, 29 now. So it's, you know, I've, I've been trying for 16 years. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's hard. That was, that was a really the, good game. That's the top. That was, I know Dora, Missouri a little bit, mainly from the uh, school closings, uh, uh, snow yeah. day ticker at the bottom uh, of pretty, the pretty, local uh, news. Pretty, f- uh, towards the front of the list. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> yeah, fuck you. What? Why would? We'll talk later. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, sports were like for those small towns. It's really one or the yeah, other. Yeah, it's you either do that or you're you 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 know you don't do anything. Yep. <laughs> or you like start doing drugs or something. Yeah. I don't know. Like, there's really we, not a whole lot to do. Like later in high school, they started adding some like clubs and stuff, and we had like an academic team. Right. And that was kind of like a you know, and we had band. Um, so there were there were a couple like and we had like FBLA, FCCLA, some of those like yeah. high school organization things that most schools have. We had a few of those, so there were like ways to be involved in other things, but yeah. sports were kind of the big one. They were, yeah. I, I mean, it's it's such a for especially like we were talking about this a little bit last night. Like baseball and basketball in that region mm-hmm. is such a big deal. So is football. Yeah. But we're not very good at football. Right. Like, Southwest Missouri it does not have a great fo- football culture at, like, the state level. Right, yeah. Yeah, no. Yep. Baseball is, is pretty huge down there. I feel like every year there's, like, somebody in that tiny, tiny district going to, like, the major leagues. Yeah, like, which is just nuts. Insane. Because yeah. in but, our county, in Ozark County, I would bet less than 5,000 people in mm-hmm. that small county that I grew up in. Um, think... It's like one of the few counties in Missouri without like a stoplight. Wow! Yeah, it's just no shit. Freaking stop signs and because there's no intersections. <laughs> right. There's yeah. one road going. <laughs> you don't need the stoplight. Stop signs and waves. Yeah. That's all you got. Um, yeah. There's just there's just not a lot going on. But like the sports are like that's like one <laughs> congregal thing we can all get to get get together yep. and do. Exactly. It's town pride, yeah. which and you lived close enough to the Arkansas border that Arkansas was also like an active part of your life. Oh yeah, uh, so lived within a mile of the Arkansas border, um, 
we would uh, we would spend most of our time like if we need to go to the city, we would go to Mountain Home, Arkansas, because mm-hmm. that's where the Walmart was, and it was yep. it was the big Walmart. Yep. It was like one of the biggest WalMarts when it was built. Yep. Massive super center. That's uh, the one. And it ate up like all the businesses, but I didn't understand that kind of thing. Now you go down there, it's just like, <laughs> it's like Walmart and a bunch of chain restaurants and banks and like yeah. no like local businesses in that little town. Well, I, was, I told you this the, uh, recently because I, 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 one of my relatives was the general manager of that right. Walmart in Mountain Home, Arkansas. crazy. We yeah. cross paths. He was the big. He was the big cheese at that Walmart. <laughs> I went Makes to it 30 one time. Thirty k a year. <laughs> Thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, I remember one time I went. I don't think we went for like the grand opening of it, but it was some something happened that we were in town for, like at the Walmart, yeah. which is extremely Midwest to go mid Southern Midwest to uh, yep. make a make a whole trip for an event at right, a let's Walmart. Let's go see that Walmart. See what all the hullabaloo is about. <laughs> it's a big deal. Yeah. Like Walmart is like a huge uh, huge part of the oh, culture. Yeah, down I mean there. Bentonville is just like two hours from there, so it's, uh-huh. it's big. Every every town has a Walmart there. Yeah, uh, and yeah, do you think people would like? walk around that Walmart for exercise, like in their track yep. suits. Yep, it's insane. Do you think Walmart, like corporate, is aware of how of what those stores actually are for a town? Because during the daytime, the, there's a few brief hours in the daytime where it, a Walmart functions as it's supposed to, as like a grocery store and like a, a kind of t- catch-all sto- super center, as they say. But then for the rest of the evening and wee hours of the morning, it is... Basically, like Thunderdome, yeah, like like a Mad Max lawless place yep. where adolescents go to finger each other, yeah. to throw basketballs at walls. It's just crime ridden. It's yeah. just every there. There's explosions, mm-hmm. uh, and and there's you you hear babies crying yep. and people screaming, and yeah, it's just madness. And then there's a bunch of teenagers in the parking lot that make fun of you. Yeah, I've, I've realized the recently, meanest human when I go home and my mom earth. needs me to go grab something at Walmart, mm-hmm. I get heckled by a bunch of 15-year-olds. <laughs> they yell, hey, Hollywood! <laughs> they say that. <laughs> Got nice teeth. And I'm like, nice you teeth. should have nice teeth too, young man. What are, you, what are you doing? Let me give you my dentist's number. He works at Beverly Hills Dental Hospital. That's not a thing. Yeah, I uh, – also, my favorite thing about late-night Walmart are the employees. Oh, yeah. Freaks. They're just <laughs> the, the worst people. No, they're they're all perfectly friendly. No, they're but not. You gotta believe there's a part of the interview process at Walmart where it's like, "Hey, we're hiring at the new Walmart. I'm good. <laughs> I think I'm going to go apply at the new Walmart." And it's just a guy whose face looks like it's running away from his skull. <laughs> and he's like, just some, just, just some guy that looks scary. And they go, we got a, you are hired. Yeah. You're, you will work from 11 p.m. to 4 a.m. It is wild, like, the grip that Walmart has on those people. Yeah. It's, uh, it's like, it, they, they will put them working the strangest hours. And then there's something about the paychecks where, like, where, like, basically, they'll be on, like, food stamps that are accepted at Walmart. You know, yes. it's like it's like yeah. the old, like, company store that they had in, like, in coal towns, you know? Exactly. It's like you can, well, we'll pay you, but it's only in Walmart cash. Right. <laughs> like, it's only good for our apples. You can spend it here. Yeah. And it's just, you can't do that. That's, it, they, 
it's a pretty, no. it's a pretty awful company to its employees. Yeah, yeah. Historically, I would say. Yeah, people don't uh, know this, but right. Walmart pretty controversial. Yeah, that's uh, that's a that's a hot take. Yeah. I'll say that's why so many of their family members died in a helicopter crash. They're bad people. The Waltons. How many died in that crash? I don't Wasn't know. Wasn't just you're one. About. You don't know I about didn't this. I know about this. This happened. One of the Waltons, I think. I think it might have just been one of the sons. I'm gonna look this up. Welcome back, Huck. Oh, look who's back. Walton Hell Helicopter. Just look up Walton Hell. I want to know how many of them went to hell. <laughs> Walton in hell. Uh, Ask Google helicopter. how many went to hell. I know somebody has has done their research. How many of the Waltons died in hell? Is there like a ledger for hell, like on the internet? I I really do wish there was. I don't think there is. Make but that web page. Like as soon as you die, it tells you where the person went. Yeah. Oh, it was a plane crash. Right. That's what it was. It was John T. Walton died June 27, 2005, was an American war veteran, whoops, and son of Walmart founder Sam Walton, and he was the chairman of several venture capital firms. Okay. Uh, cool. Yeah, he's dead. Uh, died in a plane crash. Hey, what if I just started crying right now? <laughs> after, what the fuck, after man? what we talked about earlier. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't really, you know, Norm McDonald didn't affect me. Right. <laughs> I'm sitting over here crying. <laughs> that guy probably had kids, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's stop talking about Walmart. Right. So back to junior high, Lucas. Uh, um, oh, Jesus I'll Christ. be back. All, all right, and Huck killed a delivery driver. So yep. we're going to have to reconcile with that. No. no, you're not? No, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, he, he does that. He's like not even a real guy. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. What if I was one of those people though, where like my dog is like a piece of shit to people, and I'm just like, just l- leave him alone. Just right. Yeah. He's not. He's friendly. Just don't look at him. Right. You have to just be. You have to be okay with this. Yeah. I'm sorry. He does that, and he's like in the process of killing someone. <laughs> Deal with it. His feelings are just as valid as yours. He's a dog. I don't know what you want me to do. He doesn't speak English, asshole. Yeah, he doesn't an, know what he's doing. He's a wild doing animal. Wrong. I shouldn't even own him. <laughs> it circles back around to that. <laughs> I found him in Africa. It's it's crazy that I can even put a leash on him. Like, <laughs> I haven't slept in days. Oh my god. Uh, socially, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> perfect segue. What 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 was the social what was your social life like at this point? Um, Were you because you know as, as a person who, whether you realized it or not, in the back of your head there was a a, a gene developing that would lead you to make the leap from Missouri to uh, Hollywood. Were you a kid that like got along with everyone? And was just kind of like a sweet boy. What, what were you like? Truly was. I was a yeah. very sweet boy. I, uh, I've changed a lot. Um, I wouldn't say I'm Tell not a it. nice person now. I think I'm pretty well liked, but I don't have like the energy extroversion that I used to have. I yeah, uh, yeah. even even the kids, and you know the kids. I, uh, even the kids that everyone didn't like, I was friendly with, mm-hmm. and they liked me because I was friendly with them. Uh, and I truly did just enjoy talking to people, being friendly, and making jokes. That was always my thing. Is just I want to make people laugh. And a lot of that, I think, it started happening around there in junior high when I started getting. Well, I mean, in elementary school too, I was always kind of like a jokester. 
because of how small I was. And I like I just learned really quickly that I if I turn this back around, if I make fun of myself, people will laugh and then they stop saying those mean things. Yep. Uh, like if Defense I can make mechanism. people laugh, then they will be friends with me. Um, yeah. So and it also made like it made me much more comfortable with myself to be able to make fun of myself. Uh, never really saw like the short thing as a hindrance um, because I was just from the get go like yeah I'm short that's yeah it's fucking funny right yep. I look I look silly I know isn't this fun yeah this is actually <laughs> uh, really hilarious isn't it yeah yeah uh, that's so socially I was I, I was I was pretty social in junior high. I was pretty social and yeah all of that I've been social and getting less so every year. Okay. Basically. Interesting, and and that and that continues to happen. Yeah, I it's a, like I'm like I don't need to talk to anybody. I don't fucking care about anything. I think I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's I well, and that friends. makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> people aren't making. Well, what needs to happen is people need to start mocking you for your height. Again. I know. And hey, I think that'll kick up the engine. Honestly, that might inspire me uh, yeah. to do some self harm at this point. <laughs> <laughs> So what would you do if, like, you woke up one morning and you opened your door and there was just a stack of step ladders at your at your doorstep? I think I'd climb to the top of one of them. Uh-huh. And, uh, <laughs> and what would you do once you're at the top? Just see what it's like up there. Oh, good. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool, cool, like, cool. Mm, what, what would it be like if I was this tall? Yeah, you'd grab Huck's noose. Uh, yeah. We have a running joke in the house that Huck uh, tries to commit suicide anytime we all leave yep. because he gets so sad. Yep. That's a fun joke for the kids. We're working on his anxiety. Yeah. It's getting better. Okay. Um, what else do we got here? So your high school and your junior high were like in the same building? Uh, yep. Was there any connection or was it like, like did the high schoolers like walk around near where the junior they high did kids not. were? So it had its own wing and we didn't have to, the high schoolers didn't have to go through that wing. It was kind of off to the side. Um, however... Junior high kids sometimes had to pass through the high school, oh, which was the most terrifying thing. Yep. Just walking through it, and they didn't like you. No, and of course they not. They made you know. Uh, you, were, you, were, uh, you were a mark. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 really, uh, they really like to make fun of you. Yeah, I mean, as they do. Uh, that, well, that's what, like, I was on the bus with high schoolers. Yeah. Like, I would have to ride the same bus as high schoolers when I was in junior high, and that was not yeah. fun. Yeah. They always Those had kids. shit to say. Yeah. And then I look back and I think when I'm in high school, I didn't have shit to say. You right. could have been like me. Look, <laughs> it's could, not hard. Could have just been nice. Yeah, you could have just been cool and nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's it was it's separated, uh, but like kind of not at all. Uh, and we also had like lunch sort of together. Oh, that's a nightmare. Yeah. That's scary. Oh, that One cafeteria and like you can only. You can't eat lunch, like, at a different time, you know? <laughs> right, it's like, lunchtime, yeah. universally. It's, like, between, like, 11 and 12.30. You can't yeah. make kids eat at 1. That'd be bad. Right. That would not be, uh, that would that, that would throw them off the rest of their lives. So, the uh, damage is irreparable. We um, we got to intermingle with them quite a lot, which I'm sure made my uh, my my four-year-older brother um, squirm. Oh, he, he never right. Really, yeah. yeah, we wouldn't even make eye contact. Like, Amazing. I don't know, <laughs> I I don't know that. that guy. <laughs> I'll talk at home. That's like no, a, no. it's like a fucking a, a '90s sitcom relationship of like, oh, yeah. my kid brothers at exactly. school now. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even. You you're just you. you a, kid, a guy's got you up against a locker, just punching you in the stomach, yeah. and your brother walks by, and he just kind of keeps walking. Fuck that nerd. <laughs> yeah, that kid sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Throws in a punch himself. Uh, right. Yeah, he would drive me to school 
mother's orders because uh, I didn't want to leave. My mom was the principal. I forgot to bring this up. Yes. My mom was, was the principal. To bring that up. Uh, I would not ride with her because she left at like 5 a.m. And I used to have to ride with her before he could drive. Uh, yeah. We all had to go in really early. Uh, not 5, but, you know, like 6.30 or something. Right, um, yeah. Kid hours are weird, but, like... Uh, Captain of the ship's got to be the first yeah, one on board. We would get there really early, uh, but then whenever he started driving, I could go in later. Uh, so he would drive me to school, and then we would, like, just part ways. Just Amazing. Speak. Yep. I don't know you. That's the end of this. That A uh, similar sort of thing happened... I there was a while there where one of my neighbors like parents were driving me to school for something. I I could have been taking the bus, but I think I liked sleeping in a little extra. So I had like my like a friend of mine in the neighborhood. His parents would take us both to the junior high and he was a year older and we would get out of the car and then just go our separate ways and not speak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure why, but we that's that's exactly how it went down. Yeah. Uh so then we get into high school. Tell me everything. Um, what was that like for you? Well, I started high school when I was 14. And, <laughs> and I uh, when I was ended 18. when I was 18. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> like just like that. I turned 15, then 16, mm-hmm. 17, and even 18. Lucas is crying. He doesn't like yeah, high school. It was bad. It was hard. It was tough. No, it was all good. It was good. I continued being like pretty social and stuff, but I had... The kids just one year older than me were the bane of my existence. I was like, so I played sports and stuff, and I was pretty good um, at like basketball. And the kids on the basketball team that were sophomores were just such pricks. And I, I'm so happy to like look them up sometimes and see that they're not doing well. Yeah, uh, name their oh, names, awesome. first and last no, names. I'll, <laughs> I'll, uh, they know who they are. I'm sure they're listening. Uh, you know, yeah, you know yeah. exactly who you are. Uh, they were such dicks. So. Honestly, all the way up until I was um, a junior in high school, that was, like, my only drama. Because, like, I was fine at school. Like, straight-A student. My mom's the principal. I'm, like, a spelling bee kid. Like, I fucking, yeah. I love that shit. Uh, but I also played sports. Like, I, man, I was a fucking dream for my parents. Uh, mm-hmm. Except that I was five foot three. Right. That didn't change. Yeah, that's that's a big part of it. <laughs> hey, bud, you gonna no. change? No, I think I'm good. Uh, all right, I'm gonna stay down here with you guys. Um, high school, I got my first girlfriend when I was a, a sophomore in high school. Um, hey, you know, all right. We were, she was like flirting with me like day one of being a freshman, uh, but she didn't want to make it official or whatever. She of wanted to, you know, she wanted to be a. You know, she's got. I got my own life. Like I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't commit. I got my whole thing going. Uh, in this and then world eventually, she was like, "You know, we're like dating, right?" And I was like, "Uh, yeah, yeah duh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, thank you." I guess it, <laughs> I've been telling yeah, everyone I know. I've told everyone. Uh, yeah. We um, we dated. It was cool. She was a year older than me, so she would drive me around. She would drive me to, to dates. Oh, I was right. cool. I was a cool guy. Uh, but then, um, let's see. Sophomore, I got. I, I was getting pretty good at baseball. Baseball was my thing. Um, and then when I was a junior in 2008, so actually I would have been a sophomore. April April of 2008, I broke my back in a car accident. You know uh-huh. this about me. I have yes, a, I do. A, like a six-inch inch scar up my spine. Uh, I was in a school car accident, so I was big into like FBLA, and uh, which is Future Business Leaders of America. So, like right, I said, for all you Cretans that don't yeah, know, like I said, we had some clubs and stuff, and these clubs were like the cool way to get out of school. 
because we would go to like Columbia, Missouri and West Plains, Missouri. And yeah. uh, we would go, you know, I took some trips to like Cincinnati. We went to Washington, D.C. Yeah, I yeah. Cincinnati sucked. We went to Colorado. Uh, we would do like these weird leadership conferences because and I don't even know. I still don't really know what they meant by any of it. I don't sure. think I learned anything. Yeah, but no. my senior year, I was our district president. <laughs> of course you were. <laughs> Makes sense. It should be me. Yep. I had a I had a certain trajectory. I'm realizing I haven't thought about this stuff in a long time, and I'm like, yeah, wow, yeah, I really had theme. some shit going for me. Yeah. And here we are recording a podcast in my dirty bedroom mm-hmm. in Glendale, California. It's about to get way dirty. Uh, so uh, we were on a trip. <laughs> what? Wait, what? Huh? Keep going. We were on a trip uh, to West Plains, Missouri, not for FBLA, for but for like a business plan presentation kind of thing. We were in a school van and we were headed down this like mountainside in Tecumseh, Missouri, because this is all in the Ozark Mountains. Um, What's in Missouri? Tecumseh. Yeah. <laughs> they're uh, they're uh, actually the um, the uh, uh, Southern Missouri town is just what it's called now. They had a name change recently. Wait, uh, they're just called the Southern Missouri no, town? That's, that's not true. But, okay. But you know. Um, yes, a bunch of people canceled Tecumseh. <laughs> you can't name it after that. There's a come and go in Tecumseh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we were headed down a mountain, and um, the driver lost control of the wheel, and we went off the side of this cliff, like uh-huh. 20, 30, 40 feet down. I don't really know. Kind of slid down this cliff, hit some trees on the way, and uh, hit a final resting place where we just slammed into a tree head on uh and i was in the back middle seat and the whiplash was enough to break my l3 l2 vertebrae which are the lower lumbar vertebrae um which was it was very painful it was not fun yeah and i was stuck down there for a few uh, probably like an hour holy shit um couldn't really move uh but we it was me. Everyone else got out fine, uh, except the driver. She was stuck in there with right. me. She uh, she broke both of her legs. Pretty gruesome sight. But um, we were airlifted to uh, St. John's at the time. Uh-huh, yeah. And I had to get a spinal transfusion. They took a bone graft out of my hip, and they put it in my spine. And that it's in there now with a big like six-inch rod and some screws. Uh, and that, that was the story of that. And after that, uh, I didn't – I never really got – as into sports again yeah it was like and i kept it pretty secret because i wanted to play Mm -hmm. uh but like by my senior year i was like i can't like jump without it hurting really bad yeah so i would ask the coach my junior year to like keep me on the bench for like private reasons he knew Mm -hmm. but like nobody else knew it's like why aren't they playing him kind of thing Mm -hmm. i'm like it fucking hurts Yeah, Uh, yeah and i didn't tell really anybody that baseball like swinging a bat hurt really bad like it's oh wow yeah just hurts uh so I uh, I tried to stick it out, but like, because I wanted to go that direction. I wanted to be like a baseball player. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is gonna be my life. Um, but I I had an idea in my head that maybe maybe this won't be my life. Maybe I won't do sports yeah. uh, because it was just like this is painful now. And I've I've they keep telling me like because I was kind of lying. I was like, no, I'm fine. And people are like, well, you know, back injuries get worse over time. And <laughs> in the back of my head, I'm thinking, oh fuck, oh, this cool. is only gonna, gonna get worse. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I, uh, I kind of ended high school with a, uh, uh, not the most exciting baseball career, uh, yeah. to finish out. It was going well and then it just kind of went downhill. 
Right. I mean, rightfully right. so. Yeah, but it went downhill like that van. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, sorry, no, sorry everyone. I, I fucking love that. My some of my uh, close friends would call me Brokeback Lucas. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, just uh, my my buddy Andrew used to make broken back jokes all the time. I'd uh, if I complained at all, he'd be like, "Yeah, probably because you broke your back." <laughs> If I complained about anything, I'm right. like, man, I got a headache. Yeah, probably because you broke your back. Yeah. Pussy. <laughs> yeah, like, it was, like I was a pussy. So I had to wear like a back brace. Um, oh, hey, yeah. Hey, Huck, what's going on, bud? Buddy, I just I just don't like hearing about my, my dad in pain. I had to wear a back brace for several months and uh, kind of relearn the walking motions and such. But yeah. That was all sort of dramatic, but then, you know, by the time I was, like, later in high school, I was a lot more, like, thinking maybe I'll have, like, some sort of creative thing going. I joined the academic team my senior year. Nerd! We, we had the academic Nerd. team. Nerd! I, uh... Hey, bud, come here. Come here. I, I, um... Let's see, what else? Senior year, I... There's a big... There's a thing here. Oh, yeah, we, um... We started making... We had like the, you know, every school has like their daily news kind of crew. Uh huh. We did that. Um, me and me and some pals, and we started getting into like. <sighs> <laughs> this dog is so difficult to control. <laughs> this is the vicious cycle of this fucking animal. He's so. Uh, Lucas has left the room uh, once again. I- I'm not going to pause uh, the episode this time. Um, Huck is a very anxious boy, a very sweet and loving boy, but also uh, there's this thing that when he's in a room and people are speaking for a long period of time without acknowledging him, he starts to try to chime in. Uh, you've probably been hearing the little squeaks. He's he, he, he tries to get his... You know, he tries to get a word in inchwise, as they say. Um, and we love him for it. And, and you know, that's that. Lucas is back. So we started, um, we started doing our, like, ch- uh, our, our school's, like, news and stuff. And, yeah, and yeah. we started learning some editing programs, me and a couple buddies. Uh, and cameras and shit. And I joined, um, I didn't join. I was in FBLA, but we, like, signed up for this digital video production event thing mm-hmm. um and we had to make like a training video yeah. for a local business like an employee training video and uh we made one like we shot it i edited it and we won the district and then we won in the state so we went to nationals and uh that was super freaking fun so we went to yeah. nationals in uh i think it was in nashville tennessee we didn't even make the top 10 uh we like screwed up the presentation but uh like <laughs> yeah. these fucking hillbillies <laughs> we had no idea because we had never gainesville had never done anything like that like right. we'd never had like a because like the people that won were from like cupertino california uh-huh. and then like san diego california their parents all work for apple yeah and <laughs> like i think we saw the ranking later and we were like number 12 and it was like every other school was just some massive school uh-huh. um so it, it was cool to even be there uh, and it was a pretty good little commercial we made, but yeah. it was like in the back of my mind then still started thinking like, this could be something, you know? So that's where it started for you. That's, that's kind of where, where like, it started. Filmmaking right. and, and, the, and did you, so were you given this project and like the, the school news thing just because you were in charge of 
or like involved with organizations was, or whatever. It was so, like a class. I can't remember what it was called, but it was a full hour of class where mm-hmm. they were like, you get to make the school news and you get to learn yeah. cameras and shit. And I was like, I've got like all the credits and taking college, the dumb AP college classes. Oh, yeah. Like I might as well <laughs> just fill my schedule with fun shit. Yeah. Uh, so we did that just kind of for fun yeah. and got pretty into it. Did you ever have a moment like when you were y- way younger where like, you watched a movie or something and thought and had like that light bulb that was like, wow, that's cool. Never. None of that. No. no. Okay. Never. See, you and I are kind of similar in a, in the way that like I went into high school thinking, all right, sports are the thing. Yeah. Uh, but I also had, I had already sort of like invested into the theater world and right. like the creative stuff. But about halfway through, I realized, oh no, sports aren't my main thing. Right. I don't, care about those that much and this other thing i think i could be pretty good at this and then we started winning competitions and i said oh i'm i'm demonstrably good at this right (laughs) yeah like better at this i'm better at this thing yeah maybe that other thing wasn't for me yeah absolutely and uh so well i mean that's like and just having especially in a town like gainesville or a school district like gainesville to even have like a teacher who's willing to be like, "All right, I'll teach these kids how to edit yep. video." Yep, like and it was the teacher. Huge. It was the teacher who broke her legs in a car accident with me. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> Wasn't awkward at all. <laughs> no, it was. It was actually fine. She was a really sweet teacher. Good. good. Um, God bless her. Yeah, and you know she like she apologized, and I made her. I said, "You apologized <laughs> you, to me. You have you to ruined say my son. life." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I screamed at her while I was in the van with her. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> you, <ruined my> life. <laughs> you dumb bitch! That's so. Oh, dark. you stupid bitch! No, that's so dark. I uh, I did say some very mean things to her, but I wasn't that mean. Right. Well, uh, you know, in the heat of the moment, your not, fucking not back right. was broken. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty pretty angry. I've um, said I've said some pretty mean things to teachers, and my fucking back wasn't broken. Yeah. So we did uh, we did all that, and then I uh, I graduated high school and wanted to um, be a physical therapist, spent a lot of time doing physical therapy. And I was like, this is an easy way to make a lot of money. And I do, I make good grades in the science classes. And like, this seems like a good trajectory, good trajectory for me to like be pre-med and eventually become a doctor, like a sports doctor. Uh-huh. Uh, and in my first semester at Missouri State, where we went to school together. Go Bears. I, yeah, Go Bears, M-I-S-S. Uh, we don't have to do the whole thing. No, we don't. I, uh, I was, I bought a camera after like winning that national thing and my friends and I before I went to college we were making some stuff over the summer just for fun like yeah, yeah. little stuff to post on YouTube little sketches uh, I so I bought a camera and um, I took it with me to school and I saw like in the first two weeks of school I saw like a flyer for a um, and a competition for making a commercial for the uh, anti-smoking campaign that the university had just started. Uh, like, they had just built all of the new smoking zones. Uh-huh. So it was like, put the cigarette out, like, smoke over here kind of commercial. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'll make one of those with my roommates. And I made it, and I won. <laughs> 500 bucks. This guy just and keeps I was winning like, contests. Mom, I don't want to be a physical therapist. I'm getting paid to make videos. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, they're paying me. Uh, yeah, no, I had that, like, epiphany of, like, I could just do this. Like, yeah. Missouri State has a pretty good film program, weirdly. Yeah, um, somehow. So, I had a couple friends that uh, I had met who were doing film classes, and I was like, I think I want to do this. This sounds yeah. fun. 
So I got into that, and I, I majored in film production. Yeah. It was fun. And, uh, yeah, like you said, Missouri State does have, like, a, a secretly really great film program. Yeah. And uh, fu- that's funny that you your first project at Missouri State was an anti-smoking commercial because you yeah. then went on to make a commercial for the Albatross, the Albatross right? right. Yeah, my hookah lounge. Year, a hookah lounge. <laughs> <laughs> I went through quite the transformation in, yeah. in college. Yeah. Not that I was, like, smoking at the hookah lounge every day, which I was for a time. Right. Uh, but, like, <laughs> I uh, I was pretty, like, straight edge until I turned 21. And then on my for 21st sure. birth- birthday, I had my first drink. Wow. And uh, I was like, I like this. <laughs> hey, hey, that feels <laughs> it was, good. It, everything has been downhill ever since. Yeah. Like, yeah, I told yeah. you, I, I peaked. Mm-hmm. I think I peaked, like, around 21. Yeah. Like, right before my 21st birthday. Yeah, I bet, I bet after that first drink, you thought, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go take a look at those presents. Exactly. I'm going to go peek. I'm going to go peek at the presents. I think it's time to peek. Well, uh, th- and so through, through like, Missouri State, I always tell people, because people are always like, what was the best thing that you got out of school? Or what was, the, you know, what did you learn the most? Or whatever the fuck. I'm like, honestly... It's like the people you meet and the connections mm-hmm. you make yeah. and like those relationships are I have never not lived with somebody some like a Missouri State person yeah. post college. Yeah. Like uh, in Chicago it was all best like friends. Missouri, Yeah. Best exactly. friends from Missouri State. Yeah. And it was getting to like run around and do dumb shit with them mm-hmm. pre like going into the workforce. Right. You know, pre we all that had stress. like shitty part time jobs that we worked for like four hours a week. And just made no fucking money. We were making eighty nine dollars <laughs> yeah. a week and still going out to eat yeah, and, and drink. We would just and go movies. fuck around with your buddies and and have like parties, like house parties, and just hang out and do dumb shit. And yep. that was like really important to like. Also, where I'm from, like one hundred percent white. So yeah. super important for me to go to Missouri State, where it was an incredibly like diverse school. Yeah, uh, like a huge Asian population in in Springfield, Missouri, mm-hmm. from our sister campus in China. That's um, right. So, like something like thirty percent of the on campus students are Chinese, mm-hmm. and like, I, yeah, uh, like from China. The first black guy I ever met and was decent friends with, uh, I met him day one of college, and he was on my floor, and mm-hmm. we're still great friends. He's uh lives in Seattle, and I see him all the time. Hey, good dude. What do you know? Yeah, yeah it's a it, it's a it's it's super important also as a me being much more of a local to that area uh, to have gotten to live on campus. Yeah, like that was a big part of the, awesome. of the experience for me was like not being a commuter. Yeah, because I knew a lot of people that commuted from Nixa to Missouri State from their parents' house to save money. It was like the recipe for not staying in school. Exactly. Everyone I knew who commuted didn't stay in school. Yep. At least coming out of high school. I knew a lot of like older commuters that, you know, had kids and stuff. Uh Uh-huh. They were fine. But like coming out of high school and being like, I'm going to live in my same shithole town and Mm -hmm. I'm going to commute to... And I, I'm not going to have any of those cool experiences. Yeah. They're like, fuck school. This sucks. Yep. I'm, I'm going to a shit ton of money and this sucks. I'm going to hang out with the same people and just kind of not. Yeah. Cause you grow and develop when you go from like living at your parents' house and being a high school student yep. to living like me on a floor with mostly Missouri state football players. Right. Like, yeah. and, and the parties those dudes would have and the, just the, the way that that, uh, shaped my sleeping schedule yeah. and things like that. You know, <laughs> yep. it's, it's a, it's an important thing to go through. It's really is but uh yeah so that was um and you were you you had uh were you working for like little 
because uh, you know how am I saying this? <laughs> in, the, in the film program, mm-hmm. there's a lot of classes and stuff, but also mostly making stuff out of class. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got hit up all the time, so I was big into like um, campus involvement, basically because I didn't have a ton of money. Uh-huh. Uh, I applied to be an RA. I was in like the uh-huh. hall council my freshman year, uh-huh. uh, and then I applied to be an RA. So I had like free um, room and board and free meals, uh, which was huge for me. Like I almost yeah. kind of needed that. Um, so I, I stuck with the RA thing for two years. But through that like campus involvement, the campus was like always needing like videos for shit. Yeah, and I yeah. got a bit of a reputation. People would hit me up to make them. <laughs> the video guy. Yeah, they would. Be like, oh, he makes videos. Uh, and it was really just like I had the um, a lot of people were doing that and we were all taking classes, but I had like a laptop and I like was teaching myself a lot of like editing stuff, mm-hmm. just YouTube tutorials and Premiere and After Effects. Yeah. Um, so I got kind of hit up a lot for that and got paid a little bit extra on the side. Uh, and then other like commercials and stuff that people wanted to make. Sometimes they'd be like, hey, can you make my, you know, I'm I'm filming a thing can you shoot it and i'll pay you like a hundred bucks and i'd be like oh hell yeah that's a lot of money for me yeah Uh, yeah so i would do that but then yeah another thing about school specifically being a film major um that like i agree that the most important thing about school was the networking but like we as film majors got to have one big thesis project um where we all of you know the this campus has all of this equipment we had cameras. We had, like, me and, and the guys that I was with had better cameras than the school. So yeah. we used our own cameras and lenses. But it's like we got all this lighting gear and audio gear and a full team of people to work on one thing for no money. Right. Like, yeah. we, got to bu- we got to make an awesome project. Yeah. And I got to write and direct a little uh, short film that got second in the nation at the um, whatever award that is that we always do. Yeah. The Bachelor Education, BEA, Broadcast Education Association Award. There it is. In Las Vegas. He found it. Yeah, Ooh, second Vegas. in the nation. Look at you. That was fucking cool. They call you Contest Eubank. Yeah, I, I, I just <laughs> win them. Uh, I haven't won anything since, but that, <laughs> that was big for me. You had a big string of victories, yeah. though. Yeah, that's... Uh, well, that's cool. And then, so we we begin to turn the chapter uh, away from Missouri State and get uh, out into the real world. And as a film person, there's a choice to be made here that is a little more open than somebody that's like doing the acting thing or whatever, where it's like, because there, there's always production. Yep. Like in every town needs need somebody who knows their way around a camera or whatever you can do film related work like anywhere in the world somebody needs to shoot a video for their stupid facebook or whatever the fuck uh you can there's a video and there's a there's a video of a wedding happening right now somewhere in the world yeah Uh, somebody is being paid to shoot videos of shit at all times everywhere yeah but like you don't I wanted to write stories, and I wanted to make feature-length films. Yes. Uh, write them, like, cool narrative projects, and have them made with big budgets. I yeah. still want to do that. haven't right. done it yet. Right. But no, I you're on your town way. and moved to Los Angeles for that reason. Yes, sir. I want to work to building... Uh, and I'm building towards. <laughs> I, work to I, I want to work towards building towards writing movies. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, well, uh, briefly on local commercials. There's a thing where 
they're so bad. Many of them are so bad. Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact, like in Springfield at least, uh, before we move on, I just have to say this. If you buy ad revenue with like KY3 or whatever it is, mm-hmm. they'll a part of that deal is like if you buy an ad spot, they'll just they'll sh- offer to shoot the commercial for you, yep. or they'll just send one of their news cameramen yep. down with a news camera and be like, "All right, you get two shots. There's one step. Just we're yep. just gonna set it up, and you can talk into the camera yeah, they have or whoever an ad package kind of thing. Yeah. Yep. And then the other shot is just a sweeping shot of like your showroom floor right. or whatever. Like if it's like Race Brothers Farm and Home Supply. <laughs> Yeah. And Western wear. And Western wear. Uh, that, that place, that's, it's a perfect example. It's just a guy standing in one spot going, come on down to Rice Brothers in Rogersville yeah. for, for all of your uh, farm and home supplies and also Western wear. And then there's just a sweeping shot of like mm-hmm. all of their inventory. Rice Brothers, farm and home supply. And Western wear. <laughs> and, that, and that jingle plays yep. while that happens. Uh, but you did not want that life. I didn't you, want to do that. You no. wanted more. And there's some cool videos to be made, but I don't want to make videos. I want to make movies. Right. Like, I don't want to make a, a talkie. I don't want to make a three minute, you know, like, I don't know, like mountain biking video. Like, there's, yeah. that's a cool video to make, but I don't want to make it. It's not mine. I, fu- I love watching those videos, but I don't want to make that. Right. No. Um, and there's plenty of that kind of work there of like, you know, Fayetteville's not far and they got like a, a huge mountain biking course and everybody's mm-hmm. filming there. Like, I could have been doing that, but I didn't want to. Fucking uh, stupid, I think. Yeah. I think it's fucking dumb <laughs> to film a bike. Cause you, and you're a person who you were lucky enough to, um, some call it lucky, some call it a curse. You, you moved here and you've seemingly been able to find uh, employment in your field. I don't think I've ever not been employed. Yeah, uh, good. I, well, yeah. Brag about it. <laughs> uh oh. Uh, I, so I moved here and it's very funny just kind of coincidence almost, but we kind of worked together and inspired each other, I would say. But while I was majoring in film production, my brother who lived in Kansas City at the time, my oldest brother, he had an art gallery there. He was a painter, uh, but he started, he bought a camera and he started getting into filming commercials. Uh, mm-hmm. And he started making money doing that, and it was much more reliable work than trying to sell a fucking painting in Kansas City, Missouri. So he, uh, a year before, maybe two years before I moved to Los Angeles, Zach had moved to Los Angeles, my oldest brother. So he was living in Los Angeles trying to do the production thing. And uh, so I moved in with him. He already uh-huh. had a house out here, uh, uh, like a, an apartment. He, uh, he by no means could yeah, afford be, a house. Be careful. Yeah, be, I moved in with yeah. him. Um, we, not long after I moved in, got we got kicked out uh, by, by oh, the girl good. he was living with. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we got kicked out. But anyway, and not for like bad reasons, but I, I moved in and started working pretty much immediately as a PA and camera assistant on just sets, just trying to get my my feet on the ground uh, on as many sets as possible. Yeah. And I, I started like networking and, and, and get it like it all sort of snowballs. Like as soon as you get one job, you start getting hit up for more, more jobs and then it branches right. and branches and branches. You just got to get in that one time. You get in that one time and somebody will hit you up be like, Hey, I'm shooting this thing next week. Do you want to be a part of it? And you're like, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then you meet somebody on that who says the same thing. Uh, so then I was camera assisting um, and then camera operating a little bit. And then the little production company that Zach and I were working on, uh, we got hired to shoot this thing for... So simultaneously, while I was shooting stuff, uh, we had friends doing this thing called Twitch live streaming. They would go... What is that? Yeah, I would be like, I don't know what this is. They would go (laughs) and they would play video games in front of a camera 
uh, at this studio owned by Greg Grunberg of Heroes fame. Uh, That's right. Who uh, he's fr- his claim to fame, friends with J.J. Abrams. That's right. <laughs> he's in go. Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> Friend of J.J. <laughs> yeah. No, he's a really cool guy, but he had this studio where he was trying this experimental thing called Twitch live streaming. So there were a bunch of people that we knew that would go to this studio and do this live streaming stuff, and they found out that I knew how to do camera stuff, and they needed all this help with tech. So I was working there and getting paid $200 every two weeks to work there pretty like part-time, <laughs> yeah, yeah. which is not good. <laughs> no, no. Uh, but anyway, from there, while doing that, while camera assisting, we got hired to shoot a thing for Geek & Sundry, a pilot. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a YouTube channel owned by Felicia Day. Uh, of supernatural of fame. Of supernatural fame, bring it on fame. Uh, we found while we were doing that shoot that she was trying to start a Twitch channel. So mm-hmm. she brought on my brother and I to show run slash build out this big Twitch schedule. Yeah. Um, and I've been in that space ever since. Yep. The live video, which I always say there is a, you're one of like six people on the, on earth that has this specific skill set right. of uh, live stream with pre-cut, like pre-made stuff intercut and like interactive inter- like inter- yeah it's the interactivity that is uh something that most things don't people won't do you can see right. a live stream you can see like a high quality multi-camera live stream uh anywhere yeah. but what we do is like interactive stuff yeah uh, like for instance we did a thing called post ghost this is all gonna sound so obscure to everyone right. uh, yeah. however Anybody who knows me who's listening knows what I do. Um, but we did this thing called Post Ghost, uh, where it's basically a live streamed, we called it a uh, reality show, a, ghost, a reality ghost hunting show from the perspective of the ghosts. Uh, uh-huh. So it was a narrative, like teleplay, like theater adventure where you followed. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I've so, seen it. Yeah. So goddamn obscure. Yeah. Um, there's a live audience. I was the cameraman, but I also helped write it. Uh, we followed this host of a ghost show called Post Ghost. He uh, was directing a reality show where a ghost hunter comes in this house and there's three ghosts that he can't see and they're all just running around trying to scare him. And I cut all of these pre-recorded cutscenes, cinematic cut cutscenes of the scares. So then the audience could vote on what cutscene or scare he would get. Uh, and it was just like a three-part narrative thing. Uh, kind of basically like Bandersnatch. Yeah, that's um, yeah, that's seems like a good touchstone. Live for it. theater. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. It's weird. Yeah, and and you know that's uh that's a a format that you continue to sort of like fuck with to this day and have some stuff that mm-hmm. you've you know made or on the docket up coming down the pipeline stuff like that. Because uh, yeah, that's a that's an interesting way to intermingle the, these worlds because everything is so interactive now. Yeah, like even celebrity culture has become interactive with this fucking cameo yeah. app. Yeah, like you can now just pay if you have the money, you can pay to interact with a, a very famous person mm-hmm. that you've loved your entire life. Yep, it's so. it's it's a weird world, and it's like all it's all about access these days. It's like you want to be able to tweet at your favorite creator, yeah, and you see him tweet back, and that's like a big thing, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, what are some of the uh, some of the memories from working through like Geek and Sundry, and now with Hyper so, uh, and stuff? Yeah, I worked, that, 
or like like a big fun hmm. like maybe a big project with like a big name. Yeah, well, the fuck. so we started that network, and on that first Thursday of working at Geek and Sundry, we were putting on this show that we thought was a cool idea that no one had ever done before. Uh, it was we were live streaming a D and D live play uh-huh. of uh, eight voice actors, and this show is called Critical Role. Uh, uh-huh. We came up with this. We didn't necessarily come up with the the show because the show right. is people playing D and D. Like it's right. not. Yeah, that's, yeah. We came up with the idea to stream it and um, to the, r- record it and cover it in a certain way, and it just blew up. Like yes. it, it, it's massive. It's a huge thing now. Um, so I wouldn't say I creatively came up with that because they uh, they were playing this campaign for like two years. It was more just like, hey, we should live stream that. That'd be cool. And yeah. then it like exploded. So that yeah. was a cool thing to work on and just sort of to, to have that. Um, it, it's like rewarding to be like, hey, I thought that was going to be cool. And it was. No, that's cool. That's cool that I thought it'd be cool and people think it's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. a lot of cool. Um, cool, cool, cool cubed. But that was that was actually I think that was mostly Felicia's idea. She was like, I've got these friends that play D and D, and they're all voice actors, so it's got to be entertaining. Yeah. And she was like, Get it on the network. And then it was like, Episode one, we were like, Oh yeah, this is a hit. And yeah. now they they get like fifty thousand live concurrent it's, viewers, it's huge. millions of views. Like I see massive. books about this thing. Like yeah, in every they just store got an Amazon world. series. Yeah. yeah. So that's nuts. It's a, it, that one was big and fun to work on. Um, Zach left and I became the showrunner there and we got to make some cool stuff that was sort of my, um, my projects, but we got to work with Vin Diesel. Uh, the, the man Vin himself. Diesel played D&D. That was yeah. fun. Uh, yeah, critical. Yeah. It, that's, yeah. That's it Vin was, Diesel that was pretty good. Uh, it was fun though because I was, I was so young. Uh, it wasn't fun. I was so young that it, it was like, <laughs> I knew what I was doing, but anytime there was anything serious going on, they would bring in a separate crew. They'd yeah, like, yeah. Oh, well, we'll we'll hire like a real crew. <laughs> like, oh yeah, Insulting. no, that's fine. I majored in this. Uh, cool been, guys. Been a camera operator and camera assistant for a couple of years, but yeah, no, you just yep. get those other people. But you know, rightfully the- so, they had more experience than like union people. Yeah. Um, that was it. I didn't really like working at Geek and Sundry. The thing about working at Geek and Sundry, they were owned by Legendary Pictures. Legendary Pictures had a thing called LDN, Legendary Digital Networks. They owned Geek and Sundry and Nerdist. Most of the people working there were full-time paid benefits and such. I was working there full-time as a contractor, uh, which I shouldn't have been doing. It was right. pretty like pretty illegal on their part. Um, it was kind of a way to avoid doing tax stuff and to avoid giving us benefits and such. Um, and that was LDN. That was not like Geek and Sundry people. That was Legendary Digital. Uh, right. But we were working like 50, 60 hour weeks and just getting paid like a flat weekly rate. So no overtime, just a bunch of BS like that. Uh, yeah. Shouldn't have been contractors basically because we were the only two people, Zach and I, who knew how to run the studio because it's like we were making this sh- shit up as we were yeah, going, yeah. like figuring out how to like live stream multicams to Twitch with this certain gear that we had. Uh, with like the with like no budget, um, so we couldn't miss a day of work, and that you that makes you an employee. Like if you <laughs> right, if you're if, if you're, you're needed important. every day at the office, then you're an employee. But they yeah. they didn't pay us in that way. So I left there, and I uh, not long after Zach left, about a year and a half later, and then I started working with him at Hyper RPG, and we're still working together now. Yeah. yeah. Been doing that for like five years. What a what a what a channel that is. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of I. It's a lot of stuff I just do not understand. It's chaos. We make it's, well lately. We so we do live programming. Um, right. But 
and I, I end up being on camera quite a lot, but we also, lately we've been doing a lot more productions of other people's live stream, YouTube video, commercial, board game commercial, you know, that kind of stuff. We have the studio space to shoot it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah. As, as just a non, like, I'm not a big tabletop gaming person, not a big, like, computer gaming. I play Fortnite, and that's about it. Yeah. Uh, it. It's a world that I do not understand, but it is also a world that is vast and huge and has a ton of people that are interested in it. Yep. And uh, that's cool, that things like this, because it, it's like, it's the it's new... Wild. It's a, it's a f- new frontier for media and, you know, mm-hmm. stuff. Like, for years, it was just TV, film, radio, yeah. basically. Yeah. Like, that, that was it. And th- this is, like, an offshoot of the internet. Yeah. It's somewhere in between. It's a weird like, little frontier. It's gotten yeah. so big, though, that, like, everybody has their live stream, so uh-huh. no one's watching them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, Everybody's it's, got their own. They're just like, I'll make one, too. Yeah, when everyone's super, no one will exactly. be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everyone's live streaming tabletop, so there's no viewers left to watch it. <laughs> right, that's so fun. No, we get like no viewers on our channel. Uh, <laughs> but we, I know that's not true. It, no, we yeah we we have a really loyal and awesome audience. It's cool. Yeah, well that's awesome. Yeah. And uh, you know, I I uh, the few times that I've been able to sort of be a part of one of those projects it's been a it's been a fun time getting to see that there are like oh there's there's an audience for this yeah. there are people that like that one uh like we we made a few sketch videos and some fan drew us yeah. like drew a cartoon yep. of us and that was a really cool moment if you ever get bored i made the mistake it's not a mistake okay i was on a show yeah, still well. kind of on a show at hyper with some people who have YouTube Minecraft audiences, uh-huh. uh, they have like super fans. Uh-huh. If you ever get bored, you should go to my Instagram and look at my tagged photos. Yeah. You're gonna see about a thousand drawings of me. Oh boy. Uh, I don't know what to do about it. <laughs> so I you... I feel unsafe. I've been drawn once, <laughs> yeah. and you've been drawn a hundred thousand times. You don't want it. It's it's. I, I it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, you don't want somebody focusing on your face that much. Right. And, well, sometimes it's really, really nice and good. Like, yeah. everyone individually, I'm like, this is cool, this is nice, this is good. But then yeah. when I scroll through them, I'm like, oh, my God. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. I'm in danger. <laughs> These people are f- f- fans. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. I wouldn't say fans. of It's like fans of the show, but then, you know, right. they tag you whenever they make their thing. Right. They got it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's well, cool. Let's uh let's get to wrapping this up. I can hear Huck barking oh, yeah. far away. Where'd Huck come into the picture? Want to talk a little Huck bit about, about the boy? Two years ago, I said I need something to relieve my stress, so <laughs> I went to an adoption event and I found the most sweet, docile little boy. Oh, he had hello. big old paws. I was like, he's gonna grow up to be a big dog, a big happy dog. Looks mm-hmm. like uh, he looks like a little maybe yellow lab mix. Um, I took him to the vet, and he uh, snapped at the vet, and I was like, oh, that's a different side of him I hadn't seen, uh-huh. and he started whining on the way home, and while at the vet, they said, no, he's about a year and a half old, he's not a puppy, and I was like, so he's full grown, and they were like, yeah, he's like a small dog, he's like part chihuahua, dachshund, and I was like, huh, well, at least he's nice, and then as people started coming over, he uh started attacking people so Uh (laughs) it was like oh this is a problem uh so i hired a trainer and spent a lot of time on him uh we've it's just every day is every day is a growing day he is no longer aggressive towards people in a bitey kind of way he's more Mm. of just a barky kind of i need to alert my my owner 
which he's getting better at that too. Yeah. But he's just, he's got a lot of separation anxiety and he's an general alarm. anxiety. But he gets a little bit better every day. Yeah. And we love the boy. Oh, I love. He is the sweetest dog of all time. Right. When he wants to be, and often he wants yeah, to be. He's, he's just he's just he's the just, biggest cuddle buddy. Yeah. I always say he's a good boy. He's just troubled. Yeah. Yep, he's o- he's always going to be number one pup in oh, my heart. Yeah, yeah. We, don't, that we don't Henry. care about a new pup as Fuck much as we care dog. about you. Fuck that dog. No, he's a sweet dog, too. Yeah, he's nice. Yeah, I, I did not like dogs until I met Huck. Really? I, I had a, I, I had a long history of hating dogs, and Huck has made me a dog guy. When, when you see a dog so anxious and, and so, like, just afraid of the world accept you, yeah, like... Oh my God! Changes it's, your yeah, life. The way yeah. that he cuddles is so different. He's a sweet boy. Yeah. Well, let's wrap this up. All as right. a as the number one fan of this show, you know what I'm about to ask. It's the question I ask to end every episode, and it's this. I'll just say it for any new people listening. Uh, <laughs> the straightness of your face during yeah. that was great. Um, so, the last question I always ask every episode is if you could go back in time to a version of Lucas when he was at his most lost, his most directionless, his most concerned for the future. Uh, I always say that it's like you're walking up the mountain and your map has just been blown out of your hands by the wind and now you're lost. Mm-hmm. You don't have to specify when this was. It could be 10 years ago, it could have been 10 days ago. What, but if you could go back and talk to that Lucas, concisely what piece of advice would you give like if you only had a few seconds like to open up a time portal and yell some advice to that lucas what would you say yeah this is great great question i would just scream who fucking cares (laughs) it's gonna be fine who gives a shit Uh yeah i've been i've had a moment where i was if i could have just screamed Whatever. Who cares? Oh my God! Get over it. Right. It's gonna be fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's that. That's it. Yeah. Who cares? All right. Who cares? I think that's good. Oh jeez. Oh, Who geez. cares about what you thought was gonna happen? It's gonna be different. Who cares? That's right. Everything's different. Who cares? All right, man. Well, that's it. All right. Hey, man. You, thanks for having me on your podcast. Hey, you're welcome. You finally fucking did it. Yeah. It took a. It took you, a minute. You were, you were a hard guest. No, to get. I don't get it. All right, well, thanks for doing it. Goodbye.